0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Simple Down podcast. I'm your host, Kaya, here to help us all collectively pluck out everything we mistakenly thought we need. The ideology of less is more can often be reduced to the material realm, while in reality, it applies to everything in life from food, people, to thoughts, and health. On Simple Down, we'll break down the goodness of simplicity in all of its forms and how to get it, in all parts of our very cluttered, busy lives. So sit back, relax, and prepare to let go and simple down. Letting go. The abstract cure to it all, isn't it? In today's episode, the type of letting go we're looking at mainly concerns the things you've been conditioned to care about. By removing them, you let in more alignment. Whatever areas feel confusing, heavy, or make you feel like you must keep up, I'd say are the areas where you're not showing up as your true self, or you're not honoring what's truly right and correct for you individually. And I know I've done my fair share of letting go in these like past few years. What I got from it is a completely, like a complete 180 degree shift in my lifestyle a new career, a business, new aspirations in general. And even though only a few people in my environment actually survived this shift of mine, I still feel better being alone today than I used to feel being in a group of friends, let's say back then. Because who I am today just, you know, feels like home, like love, like hope and fulfillment. And I would not have discovered any of these feelings if I have stayed in what was. Well, fortunately, my body literally spat me out of there. But anyway, I'll share a couple of areas I've done a lot of letting go in that might seem random and trivial at first, maybe, but are actually just the surface of some really universal and profound keys to more alignment, happiness, and inner peace. So one of the areas i've shifted in and shifted hard was sobriety. i believe it's been around a year and a half since i've quit cold turkey and the first month or two felt weird i gotta say that simply because i had a mindless habit of pouring myself a glass of wine every other evening and also like the weirdest part was actually not drinking when going out because i don't really remember to be sitting somewhere like a restaurant or a bar and not having an alcoholic drink ever since I was legal to drink. Well, maybe like a couple of times, but probably only when I was not feeling well or something. And that was the kind of a magnitude and regularity that alcohol had in my life. And surprisingly to myself, I've learned it was a huge part of my crafted personality I was nowhere near as fun or funny now especially around strangers now and and new people and I also learned that I don't necessarily enjoy the company of many people without the buzz of a drink these can sound like downsides of quitting it to some but I wouldn't say so what I'd call it would be the first step to making peace with who I am. I know I can be very funny with people I'm very close to, but but why should I be proving that to anyone else? I've started making peace with my natural energy levels because alcohol would stimulate me to do much more than I would do otherwise and to stay up much later than I would otherwise. I've started to make peace with not being interesting to some or most people and also with not finding any interest in some people as well. I've started to make peace with not being present in everything that's going on and not feeling like I must keep up with the world to appear relevant. And in this kind of peace, you can really begin to appreciate yourself and you can begin to heal from everything that you've learned to believe that was wrong with you. As the start of that unshakable, confident, withable kind of energy, it doesn't happen in a day obviously. It didn't happen fully for me yet still but it is growing. I can tell like I, I can always feel it. Strengthening day by day, situation by situation, choice by choice. To be clear, I don't believe in any kind of black and white, black or white thinking or anything like that. I do enjoy the taste of many alcoholic drinks. Like I don't, I don't mean cocktails or stuff like that. I really like enjoy whiskey on the rocks um, or a really dry red wine and. I do plan to taste those flavors sometime in the future, like not get drunk on them, but taste them. But that will only happen when I'll be 100% certain that I'm tasting them for myself because I enjoy them and not because, I don't know, A, I'm running from some thoughts or feelings, so I'm numbing myself with alcohol or because I'm trying to appear a certain way for certain people to like me or because I'm trying to pretend to be someone that I'm not or exaggerate myself because I feel not enough so I have to be someone more than me, you know I taste them without any agenda and solely because they tickle my taste receptors the right way there's there's a huge difference between doing things solely for yourself and for any reason that's at least loosely connected to anything outside of yourself so until i'm in that kind of a clarity i will not even bother to get into that because it's been a problem in my past like a problematic habit in my past and until i feel like i've definitely let go of that part of me it would only be unnecessary confusion and you know that's my truth what feels correct for me and you can feel differently that's that's only normal and you know one might even think oh come on it's just alcohol who cares who drinks and who doesn't right like alcohol is just an example from my own life to embody that idea of a non-intentional kind of lifestyle all the little tiny hundreds, thousands, millions of things that we keep holding on to for no good reason whatsoever, no good reason at all, except for tricking our brains into feeling a certain way that's more familiar to us, which is only a short term, like escape solution, not something that makes any meaningful good change long term. Which kind of leads me to another example of um fashion. Now for some backstory, I definitely grew up with, you know, um like teen young adult American movies, um, with Disney shows, with the dressing up My Scene Barbie dolls online, um, even dressing up the anime characters like the card captor Sakura <laughs> online. So long story short, the programming here was real. It was a lot and ever since i was little i remember myself having those very cliche dreams of working with fashion in new york or paris being a stylist or a designer or you know um later on being a creative director for some cool brand and always be turning heads you know when i when i walk past with my latest outfits as i walk down the street with the cool backdrop music you know what i mean like they really know how to sell that dream to young girls. They really do. They're experts and they make everything look so pretty and magical and exciting. And there's always some really cute romance going on. And every single person is so beautiful. And they have, you know, such unique, bright personalities, 10 times bigger than your average person would and i know that there are people of all ages today whose dream is exactly this or similar and i'm not here to diminish your dream in any way i fully believe there are people who are born to do exactly that to create beauty in the world like this and i honestly salute you and i'm thankful for your contribution really this is not about this dream being bad this is about knowing why we care about the things that we care about and in this instance it's fashion so i have a philosophy to share um, for you to consider if fashion comes from a place of creativity and pure fun like fashion style all that expression you know and that's awesome so many people Genuinely express themselves through their style and I admire that deeply because I don't really have that personally or I don't really have that yet because oh, I was conditioned in a Different mentality, let's say so I can really look at them and be like oh, wow, and that's so cool But let's be honest. Usually our addiction to fashion comes from I have nothing to wear and it might sound like such an innocent statement like i have nothing to wear like what's your problem what do you want right but the thing that i've experienced and am witnessing is that there's always a silent continuation to that phrase and it can sound like i have nothing to wear to fit in or i have nothing to wear to impress others we use it as a tool to affect others affect others to affect how we we're perceived to somehow try and manipulate manipulate how we tr- how how we're being treated and we can go into the extremes and talk about like black ties and dress codes and all kinds of rules like that and but that's not even the point We're talking about everyday life here, not some black-tie events. We're talking about the thoughts that we have that we don't even notice having, you know? And going back to my own experience, I started noticing these unconscious thoughts when I began working with my anxiety disorder. It really opened my eyes to the amount of pretending I was doing on a daily basis, to that unconscious manipulation that i was always initiating or participating in my anxiety made me understand that i have to start taking myself less seriously and there are fireworks going on in the background sorry i have to t- i have to start taking myself less seriously and let go of the expectations i have for my image and for mostly for how others might perceive me, which is all connected. That is that is simply the path to my own individual healing. So this is why it was so important to me. And embodying this meant making a radical shift in what I look like. And simultaneously at that time, I was being exposed to so much talk and information on sustainability and what horrible impact these fashion corporations have on the planet you know they're making billions in fortune um while exploiting workers for slave wages and on top of that polluting the planet in whatever ways they find useful and these fireworks are going crazy um i'm not going to go into a whole sustainability thing because it's a separate topic and you know worthy of much more expertise than i have but you know guys it's it's so horrible so I was in a place where I didn't want to buy because one I felt like I have to cleanse myself from everything I was used to you know to break my old habits and two because the information I now had made me super extra picky about where I want to spend my money at. It can feel vulnerable to be in a place like that you know where you've let go of your old ways old habits but haven't really yet established new ones that you'd feel certain about and confident in. For me personally, even years later, I still find some of those thoughts lingering around going like oh look at them they look like that and you look like shit but you can't expect decades, decades of programming to go away today just because you want them to. It takes time and effort and patience. And you know, I had this thought that a good indicator um, here are trends. If you care so deeply about what's trending, and you really like don't like, or even I don't know, can't stand wearing old, season trendy <laughs> garments, I invite you to really ask yourself if you're not trying to keep up and prove yourself relevant. Um, you know, I'm I'm aware that this might sound triggering, but it's not enough. I don't mean it in a triggering and like purposely triggering way. You know, just a just a check in, as simple as that. Now, you know, now these days I mostly buy vintage stuff that I like, and I try to focus on what looks good to me and feels good to wear without focusing much on whether others will think it looks good or cool or hot or trendy, I really try not to put weight on what anyone outside of myself might think of me for wearing it. And I don't know, repeating it, it's kind of, you know, having a good impact on on that whole anxiety thing. And I started this Shift because of my own experiences, right? My anxiety disorder, my values, and what I believe to be healing to the planet and the collective. You may have your own reasons, or you may not have any reasons at all yet. But living intentionally, purposefully, means having a reason for why you're doing what you're doing. So if you can't come up with a sound reason for why, let's say, you buy the things that you buy, it's a good time to pause and check in whether you're doing it for yourself or for any, even the tiniest reason from the outside. Is it self-expression of your personality and your style just because your soul really breathes in that kind of way? or is it simply seeking love and attention and validation and security and status and so on or another filter to apply do you feel stressed or excited and inspired as a thought of dressing up let's say for a birthday party or a simple outing with friends or even when packing for a vacation you know i can really examine your relationship with fashion and style and i don't know clothes and your image by the amount of stress you feel from it do you go like oh my god okay what do i wear or do you go like oh yay an opportunity to play a dress up or whatever like that i don't know i don't have that kind of a good relationship so i wouldn't know but yeah i i believe it can be um there's a difference depending on where that connection to your image is coming from i'm currently in a place where i think neither of those and am in a very neutral space but that's also due to my lifestyle i believe as well and i believe being in the neutral is a very good place to be a very underestimated place underestimated place to be kind of weightless and kind of powerless over you over your sense of fulfillment and peace but yeah anyway i feel like i've been rambling a little bit so let's move on and observe what there is to get from these shifts really these often uncomfortable shifts and you know in letting go we can find more connection to our inner individual truth, more clarity in our choices, more acceptance within ourselves and for our differences, for our each individual difference. What's for me is for me, what's for you is for you and that's okay. More appreciation for ourselves and what's for us more purpose and meaning in life, more detachment from seeking outside validation and the need to fit in, more alignment and flow in life, and that's, you know, to name a few. I believe it's not how much you can be, but how good you can feel in your being. That will have the best impact on your life, on your own life, and the lives around you for each the process of letting go will look differently absolutely for some it comes as a wave of struggles burdens illnesses to literally push them off the road they're on at the moment and then there's not much else to do you know than to cleanse yourself from all that you've known and open up to all that wants to be known by you To others, it can come as inspiration from others and you know as the heroes that they meet. I don't believe there's one way for the letting go to happen, but I do believe there's one very important rule to have a meaning, to feel a sense of meaning. The shift has has to have a lot of meaning to you and affect your emotions in a deep way for it to actually happen and last and it's also so 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 important to mention if you don't feel any kind of a push for a shift today no struggles illnesses inspirations nothing know that you have your own timing that always flows as is right for you don't feel like now hearing this you have to somehow come up with something to let go of or else you know some kind of a thing will happen but my advice here is to stay open and informed for when the day comes to remember it's not the end of your world it's only the beginning of a much more aligned one you know so just be prepared to let go when you need to or when you feel like it so yeah i think that is all for today's episode letting go is never losing and always a conscious message to the universe that you're ready for a next level, for your next learning assignment and you know, stage of evolvement. Whether you're currently stepping into spring or autumn, I hope you can take inspiration from this equinox and nature's abundance and remember that all empty spaces are filled in eventually. That's the universal law. You choose what to fill your life with, and what you want to let go. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you learned something new, something useful, or something thought-provoking. If so, please leave us a five-star review so more people can discover this information. My goal is always to make life better in simple, accessible ways that don't make you overthink. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this in the future, subscribe to the Simple Down Podcast for more lifestyle tips on simple wellness and simple happiness. Because the greatest things are the simplest things. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram for more daily insights. All links in the show notes. Thank you, thank you, and talk to you soon.